Hello and welcome to Witch Wine. I am Shelby. <laughs> you almost forgot who you were. <laughs> and I was like thinking about how like I didn't have anything to open, so I was like, God damn. I did just open a bottle of Prosecco, almost lost my life. Okay, yours wasn't that dramatic. We've had, we're on our second bottle of Prosecco today. My first one, I didn't even, if you've ever opened a bottle of champagne or Prosecco, you know what I'm talking about. But the little metal cap that you like twist before you get to the cork, I was literally twisting that off and the cork came fucking shooting out. I was not prepared. I thought I lost my life. I thought you did too. <laughs> And then we just went to open our second bottle right now. And I like, I told Shelby, I was like, it's your turn to open the Prosecco because I almost died. It waited until my back was turned and Shelby, then it popped. <laughs> Shelby was able to get the metal cap off and then like turned around because she was freaking out. And so she had to wipe her hands off. And it fucking shot out again. I was like, God damn. Damn. Double homicide. All right. Today we are doing a little spooky well, spooky time. We're doing paranormal. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Whatever you want to do. I'm already ready. So, um, me being the predictable bitch that I am, <laughs> I'm doing the Whaley House. That's Shelby's favorite place. It is. It was one of the first episodes of Ghost Adventures that I watched, which kind of like got me obsessed with the paranormal. And then it's one of the few places that I've like visited. Uh, Des and I went. Um, so it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, so the Whaley House is located in San Diego, California, and was home to the Whaley family. However, the home served as far more than a place for a family to live. According to the Whaley Museum website, the house was also a country court house, San Diego's um, commercial theater, and a business, a ballroom, a school, and a polling place. Um, the paranormal activity at this location is um, credited, credited to the centuries-old ghosts, ghosts that haunted the original owners. It was said that Anna Whaley told local children about, the, about Yankee Jim Robinson, the six-foot-four six ghost whose troubled life had resulted in his untimely death. According to the legend, um, Jim came into the house and began to take things that didn't belong to him. So the locals, being fed up with him, um, hanged him. And then I believe it was like, since he was so tall, it took him a long time to die. Yeah. Like he kind of just... Hung there. <laughs> yeah. Just hanging out. He was just literally, hanging out. <laughs> literally. For, I don't know the exact amount of minutes, but I know that it was like, it was uncomfortable. It next wasn't time, great. Next time we go to San Diego, we have to go back for sure. Don't they do a nighttime tour? I can't remember. Or they do like a um, second half of the tour, which we need to do next time. Yeah, we there's like there was like two. There was like one where it was I think it was just twenty dollars and it was simply just the house. And then I think for forty dollars it was like the house, the backyard, and a graveyard. Mm, I yeah, think. we need to do that one next time. Yeah, we just did the twenty dollar one, which was still like really fun. Yeah. But I was waiting for the dog in like the dining room or something that we sat in. Oh my like, god! Yeah, I think we were both like really like so excited to be there. That I was like, like, I'm in sandals and I love dogs. Come to me, <laughs> like my foot. <laughs> um. All right. So several several years later, Thomas Whaley purchased the property and built his home there. As it turns out, Yankee Jim wasn't the first person to be killed on that spot. Family members and friends began to share their concerns about the Whaley's choice. 
um, in purchasing and building on the property, but he did not listen. Um, Thomas reported that he heard footsteps on the second floor, and his wife, Anna, said that she could feel a presence in the home. Later, the Whaley's son, um, Francis, would try and communicate with the spirits, and Lillian, their daughter, would go on to say that the hauntings were a curse, but also a blessing, as it brought people from miles around to see the old Whaley house. Um, and now it is said that the home is haunted, particularly by Anna as well as their cat and dog, which can both be seen chasing one another throughout the house and the garden. The house is also said to be haunted by Thomas, Thomas Jr., and Violet Whaley. Um, other paranormal activities um, include the sounds of gravel, um, the sounds of gravel out back, uh, banging in the area around the courtroom, laughter and music, footsteps of both adults and children. The children's footsteps are thought to be those of Thomas Whaley Jr., who died at the home at 18 months old of scarlet fever. Um, the suicide of Violet Whaley, um, she is said to also haunt the home and bring her feelings of great sorrow upon those who visit. She was said um, she was sad because her marriage to George T. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. So sorry for that. You can look it up. I'm not good at reading. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to be honest, um, ended in divorce. She killed herself at the age of 22 by shooting herself and her with her father's revolver. Um, her suicide note read, "Mad from life's history, swift to death's mystery, glad to be hurled anywhere, anywhere out of this world." What a poet! <laughs> Beautiful words. <laughs> Chef's kiss. That's my next time. <laughs> Um, I shouldn't laugh because this is somebody who actually fucking killed themselves, but I'm sorry. That was wait, That was an OG, like, <laughs> OG way to go out. Well, note-wise. Um, there's also been several times that the police were called by people walking by or around in the area because of loud noises in the house, um, hearing crying outside of the house, or sightings of shadow people. Um, there's also been several like interviews with cops that can c- confirm this, like people like cops that were the ones to respond to those. I love it. Uh, I love it. Shadow pe- I wish we would have gotten more activity when we were there. Yeah, like I've like I've heard a lot of people talk about it, and like there's been like several people who went and did the tour, and they like had to leave because um, they felt like so depressed and overcome with like a sad feeling like because of violet um that they like couldn't stand being in the house anymore Hmm. and then i know that there's been like a lot of people who have visited that like talked about like having their throat start hurting or like itching or like feeling stuff on their throat because of yankee jim because that's how he died Mm -hmm. like oh i love listening to people talk about it I hope that they'll eventually do, like, a nighttime tour. Oh, I would love that. I think when we went, it was, like, not nighttime, but it was, like, getting there. It was, like, midday, because I think we had... No. Didn't we go to the Whaley house, and then we went to, like, lunch or dinner across the street? No, we went after dinner. Did we? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't super early, but it wasn't super late either. I want to go at nighttime. Like, that theater... I definitely got vibes in the theater. The theater was super creepy, super yeah. cool. I'll post some of the pictures that we have. 
Yeah, well, I have have pictures, too, for what I'm going to talk about. Hell yeah. Are you all done? I am all done, yeah. Okay, mine's way longer than yours. I know, I really thought that I had more information than that, but turns out I was wrong. Uh, Mine's mine's probably about the same. It feels like more. Okay, so I'm going to talk about the Jerome Grand Hotel. Hell yeah. Because we live in Arizona, and it's one of the most haunted, like, states ever. And Jerome is one of the most haunted places. Like, they actually do a ghost tour in Jerome that hits, like, three or four locations because it's so haunted. Yes. Um, so the Jerome Grand Hotel, it was first a hospital. I hate that already. It's <laughs> never it, a good sign. It was the United Verde Hospital in 1926, and it was open until 1950. More than 9,000 people died at that hospital while it was open. And take into consideration, 9,000 people died. And I think when I read this, the um, like population in Jerome at that time was like 15,000 people. <laughs> so I'm sure there was more. So but that's a yikes. Yeah. Big yikes. So since the beginning, there have been... Stories of people saying they hear people coughing or moaning when no one else was around. And this is when it was still a hospital. Um, It opened as the Jerome Grand Hotel in 1996. The new owners, um, they had two psychics visit. And they both visited separately. They had no idea that the other person was there. And they both separately said that the quote-unquote head nurse was not happy about the removal of the desks that were at the entrance. Oh! (laughs) So the owner replaced the desks a few feet from where they originally were, and since then, the quote-unquote head nurse hasn't had any more complaints. Good for them. (laughs) Good for them. Um... When it was still a hospital, there were reports of a woman dressed in white seen on a hospital balcony but when it became the hotel she wasn't seen again um there's also a spirit who's a bearded man who has been seen gliding down the hall turning on all the lights as he passes but one nurse went to approach him and he vanished um there is also a spirit who's a small boy around six years old who stays on the third floor the housekeeping staff, now that it's a hotel, tends to have the most happen to them. Um, they'll have appliances turn on and off. They'll hear footsteps, doors opening and closing. That shouldn't. Um, but shockingly enough, these are pretty nice ghosts. And so whenever they are told to stop, they do. Okay. I like that. So they say that they'll stop for a few days and then they'll start up again. They'll tell them to stop and, you know, that pattern will repeat. Let them have their fun. (laughs) Yeah. The lobby is also a huge place of activity with doors opening and closing of their own accord, chairs moving around, and phone calls being made to the lobby from rooms that aren't occupied with no one on the other line. I hate that. (laughs) I hate that. Um, There's also accounts of a very nicely dressed elderly woman standing next to the elevator. And then the most famous ghost is Claude Harvey, 
who was like a maintenance, like lead maintenance person when it was still a hospital. Um, his body was found pinned under the hospital elevator <laughs> in the basement. And while some think it's an accident, and I believe his autopsy said that it was an accident, others believe it is suicide. The wor- <laughs> Out of all the ways to take yourself out, <laughs> sir. Yeah, an elevator. Mm-mm-mm. And I think they said that, like, just his neck was broken. <laughs> um, so people say that after this occurred, the elevator would make really weird noises. And they would see a shadowy man in the basement. Um, but Harvey's never hurt anybody. He's just there fucking chilling. Oh, Harvey. Yeah. And then... There were other ghosts who still roamed the hotel, including a man who was in a wheelchair that fell from a balcony, and a caretaker who hung himself. Guests and staff still report that they can feel themselves being pushed, moans and cries of ghosts, and doors that slam shut on their own. And that is the Jerome Grand Hotel, which is still open. And, like, the views from it, I'll post pictures, but they're fucking, it's beautiful. <laughs> we but should go there. We should go there, but it's hella haunted. Sound off in the comments if we should do, like, a ghost hunting segment. I vote yes. I'm all Just for saying, it. that was on my list of ideas. I would, <laughs> I would be a little bitch, but I'll do it probably need like some liquid courage and I'll cry a little bit but it's fine (laughs) so since we're doing a spooky episode we're each gonna do one more thing so I'm gonna tell a spooky story regarding a Ouija board Shelby's favorite oh god damn it (laughs) and then Shelby has another haunted place so I'll go first to creep Shelby out hate that for me so this is a real-life account, somebody telling their experience from a Ouija board. So they said, When I was around 12 or 14, one girl brought a Ouija board to my friend's birthday-slash-slumber party. I was pretty skeptical, but also really curious about it, as I had never used one before. We took turns asking questions, and I just figured someone else was moving the planchette. The other girls were pretty creeped out, but I wasn't until it answered a question for me that nobody else knows the answer to. To this day, I can't explain how that answer appeared or any of the other paranormal experiences that happened after we put that board away. I truly believe that we contacted something and it stuck around. There were just generally a lot of small things like footsteps above us when we were on the top floor. The door kept swinging open on its own and the girl who lived there said that it never did that on its own before. The creepiest part was that a bunch of us randomly woke up around 4 or 5 in the morning, and a few girls saw a black figure walking down the street outside the window. Apparently, one of the girls had seen what they thought was the same figure with his face at the window on the second story, earlier in the night. (laughs) I hate that. Shelby does not like Ouija boards. Name one like one time where a Ouija board was good. You can't. I've used Nothing a Ouija board. Happened. 
Nothing ever good comes from a Ouija board. We just heard sounds in like the air vents the rest of the night. That's not good. You don't know what you unleashed. <laughs> not what you wanted. I can tell you that. Uh-uh. I was like 12. We weren't asking for anything good. <laughs> you don't have to ask for anything good. <laughs> Nothing good comes from a Ouija board. Also, speaking of Ouija boards, if anyone's ever used one, I want to hear your stories. Because my story like was a little spooky. Mm-mm. I did it with my childhood best friend. And she and I still will talk about it occasionally. Um, but I've never used one again. But I'm definitely going to buy one for Christmas. I've used it once. And I was like... I thought you said you never used one. It was super... I was... I didn't personally use it. I was at like a birthday party slumber party Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I was like really, really young. And I was like in the other room. I was like a pussy ass little bitch. Didn't want to fucking be associated (laughs) with it. So like everyone who didn't want to use it went to a different room. But I just remember hearing a car crash when they were using it. Like, I don't know what they asked. I don't know what they were doing or whatever. I just remember brakes, a crash, and honking. What the fuck? Like, that's... But, like, I didn't didn't use it. I didn't have anything to do with it, so I don't know. For all I know, they could have just, like, left it in the box and just been playing Barbies. (laughs) Don't know. Interesting. I'll never use it. I'll never use one. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Bad news bears. I don't trust it. We're using one. Mm-mm. Yeah. You don't really have a choice. We have enough going on with O'Malley. All right. Mine's more, mine's more lighthearted, not so spooky. Again. Um, so spooky my, everything. <laughs> mine is McKamey Manor, which I find insanely fascinating. I don't think I've heard of this. You haven't heard of McKamey Manor? Yes, you have. Um, so it's a, an American nonprofit haunted attraction where... It's like survival horror events performed. Oh, okay. Um, but it's um, it's run by um, a man named uh, Russ McCamey. And it's kind of like, it started in San Diego, but it goes on like tour now to different places. Um, How do you go on tour? It's open. It, it, they say tour, but it's like open in like different, um, like I forget where, like Tennessee, there's a, um, place in Tennessee for it now and Alabama. Um, but you don't have to pay to get in. It, they just accept like dog food donations. Oh. Um, which is nice. There's also a 46 page waiver that you have to read through and sign. I wouldn't read that. (laughs) Um, so it's classified as like a haunted attraction, but there's nothing paranormal, paranormal or haunted about it. It's, it's a torture house. Um, so they like, inter- like you, they literally interview you before you get in to see like how fit you are, like mentally and physically to see if you can <laughs> like get through it. Um, there originally wasn't a safe word, but since, yeah, since there's been like so many, so much controversy over it, they had to add a safe word, which they don't abide by. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they like ask you like, what you're afraid of so they can use that against you like where you would like draw the line like some people are like whatever you like you can do whatever like but like don't like cut my hair like just don't cut my hair so they cut your hair <laughs> like i mean the people have like made youtube videos like explaining their like
their like experience through it and they like they get waterboarded they get teeth pulled um they get like their heads shaven um <laughs> her fucking cat <laughs> that is your cat no that's it paused um but it's like it's said to take up to eight hours and this has been going on for like several years and no one's made it like people have tapped out before a minute like that's how intense it is um but if you're ever having a bad day I would suggest going through the Google reviews because <laughs> these are the best things that I have ever read in my entire life. So, again, this being a torture house where you literally get tortured. Um, one review says, This place was wonderful. Words cannot describe the amazing time I had here. It's luxury. We give you a free haircut. <laughs> I look super nice now. Then they trim your nails and make you look all fresh. If you enjoy the smell of gasoline, <laughs> you will really enjoy this place. I can't wait to stay here for next year. Oh, one more thing. They also get rid of my family members. <laughs> I don't like. My husband is now gone forever. Ten oh out of recommend. Ugh. Like, all the stuff you mentioned about, like, torture, I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, cut my hair. Like, whatever. If someone pulled my tooth... Yeah, no, they literally, like, pull your teeth. Like, no drugs or anything. Like, it's... Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, how this is still open is, like, beyond me. But, yeah, it's it's a torture house. But it's, like, like, he somehow got away with, like, having it classified as, like, a haunted attraction. But there's literally nothing, not a single thing paranormal about it. How weird. Like, I think a lot of the people that, like, work there are people that have, like, gotten out of prison. Like, like, there are a couple people are on YouTube that, like, talk about it. And, like, the, like, um, a YouTuber, Loie Lane, does a whole series about it. And she actually interviewed someone that has gone through it, like, three separate times for some reason. What? Yeah. Like, and she was, uh... She was saying that she was like, the people that work there are like fucked up. She was like, people will be like screaming and begging for mercy and they like get pleasure out of it. How weird. Insane. This sounds like some form of like, I don't know, some BDSM to the extreme bullshit. Like people getting off on people getting tortured. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. I don't see the point of that. Like, I would never walk through something like that willingly. Yeah, and people go, like, it's either, like, people, like, tap out, like, immediately, and they're just like, whoa, no. Or, like, people, like, go back for some reason. Like, they feel like they have, like, something to prove. Hmm. Like, I think he offers, like, a fair amount of money for anyone who can, like, get through it, but literally no one has gotten through it. I think the most someone's gotten through it is, like, I think eight to ten minutes. I'm curious what they do. Like, in those first 10 minutes, what did they do? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I know the, I know, like, um, they, like, pull nails, pull out teeth, um, waterboard. The hair cutting's a big one. Um, I think there's, like, a portion where you get buried alive. How weird. Yeah. It's wild. Like, the owner, like, creator of this? 
like what the fuck is wrong with you and how many people have you killed like that's what i want to know yeah like no normal person is like i'm gonna start a quote-unquote haunted attraction where i waterboard people and pull out their teeth and bury them alive like what yeah no normal person fucking does that that's weird fucking weirdo yeah like i'm all for like the funny reviews and shit dude the reviews fucking kill me like every time i have a bad day that's my go-to is like reading the (laughs) reviews there is not a single bad review on google (laughs) there's like some like sometimes people will comment and be like guys this is like really serious this is a torture house this shouldn't be like a joke and then like all the rest are like 10 out of 10 recommend like free dental service (laughs) i was they taught me how to swim (laughs) oh my god yeah i'm ugh. i just don't it makes me question the mindset of the people who work there and the person who created it yeah like you're not good bro <laughs> just ask for dog food they should just ask, they should just send like a shit ton of like therapists through. <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> and just diagnosing people oh my god i couldn't even get paid like through the waiver of it like 46 pages i think the fuck not yeah, I feel like that's just asking for a murder to happen and then them being like, well, they signed this piece mm-hmm. of paper. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. That's not my butt. That's not on <laughs> me. Uh, anyways, if you guys have had any sort of ghost encounters or haunted anything, let us know. Yes, comment your favorite haunted place. Yeah. And, and if, if you would ever go ghost hunting. Because I have a list of places I want to go. Oh, same. And if there's any suggestions you have for haunted places, ghost encounters, serial killers, etc., let us know. We'll do research and we'll do a podcast about it. Yeah, this is our cup of tea. Yeah. Murders and haunted places. We love that shit. <laughs> that dark shit. Mm. <laughs> but anyways... um chug your fucking drink if you're drinking something i hope everyone's on like four or five right now if you're not drinking something right now you better go look in your fridge and start chugging yeah (laughs) but thank you guys so much for listening follow us on instagram which wine underscore and cheers cheers we'll see you guys next time hell yeah